Spinner. Welcome to Notebook, your guide to art, culture, and tourism here in Tokyo and Japan. I'm Stuart Munro, and around this time each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'll be sharing local news and views. On today's episode, we delve into the Notebook archive. But first, record weather. The heavy rain over the weekend that lashed the northern part of Kyushu, southwest Japan, caused the automaker Toyota to halt operations at three of its plants on Monday. Rain brought supermarkets and convenience stores in Kyushu to a standstill too, while Toyota suspended operations at its Miata, Kanda, and Kokura plants, citing the safety of workers as well as a general lack of parts. All three were due to resume operations yesterday morning. The Miata plant in the city of Miyawaka produces the luxury brand Lexus, while the Kanda and Kokura manufacturing plants are based in and around Kitakyushu city. The camera maker Canon halted work at its plant in the city of Hita, in Oita prefecture, one of its major manufacturing centres, and just like the car maker, planned to resume operations, weather permitting. Meanwhile, Mercury reached 36.2 degrees on Monday in central Tokyo, the first time it's exceeded 35 degrees this year, that's according to the Japan Meteorological Agency. Temperatures reached 36.7 degrees in Otsuki, Yamanashi prefecture, west of Tokyo, and just over 35 degrees in Saitama, north of the capital. The agency issued heatstroke warnings for Tokyo, as well as nearby Ibaraki, Saitama and Chiba prefectures, as well as Aichi, Tokushima, Miyazaki, Kakoshima and Okinawa, calling on everyone to avoid going outside and use air conditioning while indoors. The high temperatures in the Kanto Koshin eastern central region reduced the recent sunny weather, as well as the product of warm air flowing around the edges of a Pacific high-pressure system. The torrid temperatures are also believed to have been caused by the so-called phone effect, in which humid air becomes hotter after crossing over a mountainous region. The weather has also had some unexpected side effects, with one ceiling painting at Sensorji Temple in Asakusa peeling away last weekend. Ryu Nozu was painted by the late Nihonga painter Ryushi Kawabata during the temple's reconstruction in 1958. It was originally painted on Japanese washi, measuring 6.4 metres in length and 4.9 metres across, yet the heat has now caused the artwork to peel away from the ceiling. According to the temple, it hung directly over an area known as the Geijin, or Outer Sanctum, which has now been temporarily cordoned off. Glue used to bind the washi to the ceiling is thought to have dried out. The hall was shut later the same day, and the washi removed over a roughly three-hour period, after which the washi will be restored. The painting has faded over time, and now shows signs of the 65 years that have passed since it was first installed, so restoration work is now scheduled for later this fall. And finally, the owner of a bar in Shinbashi has been arrested on suspicion of overcharging its customers, with one man whose credit card was billed hundreds of thousands of yen or several thousand US dollars after one seemingly expensive night out. The 41-year-old from Shizuoka travelled to Tokyo for business by Shinkansen. After work on the evening of January the 27th, he and a former colleague went drinking in a nearby izakaya, spending no more than 6,000 yen or 41 US dollars. They then headed to a bar and without cash handed over a credit card. 
But it wasn't until a week later that they'd realised they'd been charged on three separate occasions that evening at three different bars. Once for 188,000 yen or roughly 1,300 US dollars, once again for 275,000 yen or 1,900 US dollars, and then finally 195,800 yen or 1,350 US dollars, all of which the police are now currently investigating. of some serious heat this week as Japan readies itself for the Bon holiday season, which begins this coming weekend, we delve back into past episodes and listen to some interviews from the past few months. From artists Joel Kirkham and Toru Yoshikawa, to Shima Holdings at Yoichiro Karata talking about the Edoverse, to a coffee shop owner at the Skiji outside market, and last month's conversation with Hideaki Ogawa from the Civic Creative based Tokyo in Shibuya. So Shimotokaida Cinema. Right. Let's check in. It's not that one. There's a Hatos Bar in Nakamegoro, but apparently there's one here too. Maybe it must be this one, Hatos Outside. So I haven't been here yet, but mm. I think there's a connection to an artist or something. Uh, what else? Fresh Market. So yeah, maybe that could be something from 6pm, it said. Uh, open now until 10, actually. Ah. I find quite interesting because uh, see there's a uh, there's a part the people who find mm. and the people who hide. Oh, I see. Right? Right. So like a people hide in public place, tiny uh, treasure. It's, yeah. it's 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 nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. just a lo- inside is a log book. So you you <laughs> put a log what the the date you find and uh, who, who are you and stuff. Mr. Yehiro Tokugawa, he's the nineteenth uh, Tokugawa household shogunate. Um, he is um, basically a shogun status when the Edo period continued. Um, that is, uh, we are really surprised that when he just you know, visited this office because he wanted to just you know, create NFTs because they have a lot of treasures, that Tokugawa treasures, family that you know, over 300 years. Uh, and then he wanted to just uh, create things that, because he cannot sell it, uh, the real one. Mm. So he wanted to create the NFTs and then maybe uh, so distribute to uh, to the public. So this case, I thought this is a very unique, you know, uh, field of research for humanity in future. Then, so what? What if Tokyo could be open for such, you know, uh, uh, artists, innovators from all over the world? As of now, the, this incubation program is limited only for the resident or. Uh, artists based in Tokyo, though, but uh, actually I'm planning to open this to also international open call in a few years. I'll be back on Friday, and if you have any sounds you would like to hear or any thoughts you wish to share, send us a message. You can email the Notebook team, notebook.podcast 
at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.